0: Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening folks. This is NM Radio. And this is gonna be NM Films. I was um thinking about a movie that I saw just last night. And before I get to that movie, I wanna backpedal t- to like a couple of movies that I recently saw that uh <clears throat> really jogs with my brain. And one of the movies that like really messed me up. Well, let me, before I go to the movies that really messed me up, let me uh, try to jog back to, uh, some, some movies. Uh, let me, let me, uh, just, before I go to the deep ones, let me hit off the more obvious light wise. I know, I know this is like a minute in and I ain't even say nothing yet. Right. <laughs> All right. I saw that movie Akira, and I really did like it. It piqued my interest because of uh, the way they went about the the, the progression of the movie. It, it was uh, it wasn't boring, and a lot of anime movies that I noticed that turned me off is progression and the scenes they utilize for information and action. But uh Akira was, was great. I I liked uh the characters they chose to focus on at certain points. And I liked that the main character was uh like uh like a anti character, anti hero. Uh unusual way of uh like I'll try to find my words, right? I really like it. It was, uh, unconventional storytelling. That's, that's a better way of putting it. Um, Tetsuo, that, that kid, man, or guy, he's everybody who's been, you know, had those cards dealt to him, And, and, uh, it's, it's, it's not up to us to wag our finger at, at what he chooses to do because out of pure curiosity, I believe everybody will reach those limits. Uh, we, we do that financially. We're we're trying to reach our limits and we, we don't have any, uh, morality trying to limit us from making money unless it's, you know, obviously immoral things, but you know, working harder and you know, being in the slot for, you know, higher pay rates, stuff like that, you don't know, see, in you know, physically, you know, our athletes out there, but, you know, that, that, that ability, and uh, I, I found that uh, pretty cool, how it ended, and what it all meant, it's like some movies, well, for other people, they say it's bad because of how open-ended it is, and how, and en- how endings of the movies are open-ended and uh for for me I <clears throat> found my answers in this story I understand it what I'm trying to say and um uh, there I, I don't feel like oh man they, they ended on a cliffhanger like there could be some other parts of the you know it, it was it was great in uh showing the highs and lows also because Tetsuo reminded me of uh, the guy from the Hawk movie his father the elemental guy when I mean, he absorbed the elements and there's some cool points some high points but then it just got to a point where he just couldn't understand how to how to how to make it practical make, make those powers practical at, at some points and uh, he lost control of it and same with Tetsuo <clears throat> you lost control of the power because when you got unlimited power to you straight like that of course you're bound to fail that, that's what I believe that's why I think it is a good thing for us to go in progress and even when we mature from children going upwards it's, it's over a gradual process we don't get a lot of the abilities we're capable of as adults, as children, obviously, um, the Allison and Wonderworld movie, the new Tim Burton, I honestly liked it, I was entertained because I really like some of these, it's like a guilty pleasure for me to, to, uh, to admit that I like these new spins on, uh, what disney is doing because they're making it realistic they're giving us what already sells in hollywood and they they made that decision that big boy this decision and there's moments in companies where i applaud them when they make big boy decisions for for betterment instead of for suppose that what they believe is... is what we want... or for just profit... Uh, I hate those two decisions... and uh... Alice in Wonderland... Was, was great... now the bad thing is... what somebody pointed out is... it actually contradicts... the character of Alice... the things that she did... and her, her... uh... conclusion... it was totally opposite of what... she... her her character was designed for at least i guess in the original book no not what i guess what i do know because alice in wonderland is one of the oldest english stories i'm not going to say the oldest because you got huckleberry tales and um tom sawyer and stuff like that um but yeah yeah i don't really want to go too much into details with that uh what what was uh, another movie that I, I like before I get to the to the main topics? <laughs> no, I could talk about like Crouching Tiger, br- brilliant movie. I loved it. It's uh, not too much to look into for us that movie. And uh, Event Horizon. You know, um, people could talk about that movie, but you know, it's it's straightforward. You know, just like the Akira movie, it's, it's straightforward. At least, at least to my interpretation, X Machina. Now, that's that's a that's a great one. It, a modern instant classic. And it it's rare that you get within a decade a, a good movie within the decade that you're living in. A good movie that that uh, you're able to go back to and be like, "Wow, this is a great movie. This is a good movie." Um, what? Well, um, another? Uh, before I get to the main attraction, Idiocracy. I told somebody that. In the beginning, the movie is hilarious. And then somewhere in the middle of the movie, you're not laughing anymore. You're honestly watching this as if it's a documentary on possibly the society you're living in or the society you're going to live in. And then at the end, you're laughing your ass off just like, you know, the beginning of the movie. But it it, it does mess with your, with your mind because I, I believe that movie is like... There's something special about it, and there's certain movies that that's not like you know epic instant classics, but are they, they age well and they have their their cult following and theories around you know what what the directors and writers were trying to convey. Really, in the mouth of madness, great movie, uh, better than Event Horizon, I would say, because um, Event Horizon is more of hollywood ish you know hollywood ish and in the mouth of madness it it doesn't take that real Hollywood route it 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 really tries to scare you The movie really tries to scare you but it, it doesn't it doesn't scare me I'm not scared I' mean, I'm being I'm being honest i I, I really like uh Lovecraftian movies and stuff like that. Uh, it's it's right here on my computer (laughs) um movie cam was cute um I love the movie Maniac that news spin 2012 I like it I like it It, it's because it's unconventional even for a horror flick that first person point of view and we're going to get into first-person point of view in, in, in the main topics. melancholy. I like that movie. People say that oh, the pacing is is weird and it's slow and and it's fast and you know, to me, I I actually enjoyed it and didn't mind. Uh, didn't realize you know the pacing of that movie. I enjoyed it. you know, it was my taste. Mother, great movie Pandemonium Ooh, I saw that for the first time And I I, I loved it People say it's the unofficial Next version of uh, Event Horizon And uh, what I say to this I would say that I want to watch it a second time because I enjoyed it the first time and the big reveal, right? So it will be fun to watch it a second time to understand such and such. You dig? And, and it's such a good movie, I don't even want to spoil it for you. I've been watching the Resident Evil uh, movies in order and uh, they're okay. The first one, oh my goodness. It's like slow, so slow paced and then by the time they give you what you want, It's like three peppermints at a time. It's not even candy. It's just like peppermints. (laughs) Um, I like the movie Spring Breakers. I like those type of movies that are character based and not really story based. And not saying that that's the only type of movies I like or I want to watch or even talk about. No, no, no. I, I just take note of those movies and then realize what type of movie it is. Because other people, they'll watch it and be like, is this a documentary? Is this. What, what is the point of this movie? Because it's not plot driven, it's character driven. <coughs> Starship Troopers. I liked it, um, and I would say it's, uh, I guess, a satire. But it goes about itself like it's a parody. And the reason why, <laughs> I know that sounds so contradictory. I mean, you 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 could look at articles online like piled up on top of each other because Starship Trooper gained the cult following in all types of theories so the reason why I say it's a parody is because it's campy and they break the fourth wall every now and then and that reminds me of not praising I mean not demonizing but praising it but being that it's sci-fi, you dig it you know, as as a viewer himself myself, it's a uh, it's a satire. But now that I say that, we have this uh see real quick a example of if it wasn't a science fiction in there breaking the fourth wall in this campy do you think it's still a satire (laughs) uh, Suspiria it's all the original great and it's all in Italian the funny thing about Italian is it's such a romantic language everything sounds monotone even when the characters are angry it doesn't really like the total place in, in the word structure doesn't sound like it doesn't match so it's it's just a beautiful language (laughs) and uh yes it was ahead of its time because funny thing about it is I watched Asperia after I watched Neon Demon and just seeing like wow the aesthetics is there even back in like 1970 what what year is that 1977 So they were on those aesthetics That you see In those uh, Artsy <clears throat> Character You know cinematic driven Movies Or you know it might be like I, I want to say girly movies But it doesn't have to be you know Girl orientated because There's plenty of artsy movies That are a little more Guy orientated the Curious Case of Benjamin Button. I got to watch that movie after, you know, over ten years of, of first seeing it for the first time. And that movie uh, stayed on my mind all that time. Like certain scenes, certain quotes. It's it's uh, incredible, but it's a good thing we're on it. The movie uniquely parallels conventional life. Because when Benjamin is first born and when he's quote unquote young, it is true in that sense. Because when you're a child, you're fragile. You can't walk, so you need to be pushed around and your first steps are wobbly, just like how Benjamin's steps in the beginning of the movie was wobbly. And, you know, just saying like at an old age, like You become a child again Your steps are wobbly again And uh, at the end of the movie When he was a child And it's like oh he's forgetting It's like yeah Because a child's mind Doesn't have the full capability Of an adult And When he was like a young man It was like Ouch I guess you are losing at that point because it's sort of like no 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 It, I mean I'm, when I'm saying no 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 it's the reaction when, when I was watching it that no you, you still got some time but it's actually no and it actually puts my life in perspective not even 30 years old that I got plenty of life ahead of me if I'm blessed with it and that It just begun still. And also just reflecting on how long it took me. No, no, no. Actually, actually, it feels like the last five years of my life or maybe, yeah. Okay, let's say this. The last 10 years of my life feels long as heck. It feels just as long as as uh, zero to 18. Let's put it like that. And <clears throat> I'll take that back. See, my last 10 years of my life feels just as long as our first a little under twenty years of my life. Yeah, oh man. Cause it, it just feels like time for me in these twenties. It's like just even five years I was about to begin to say it just feels like such a long time, but to be guys honest, it is a long time because you would convert those five years in elementary school or middle school. You're already out the door. And <laughs> I don't mean like, you know, a grown person. I mean, like, you're already graduated. You're only in elementary for three, four years. And well, definitely only in middle school for only three years. Well, depending on your city school system, because they will have. I heard they have eighth graders for high school sometimes. <laughs> In other cases, they'll have 4th graders still with elementary school. Or do I got that wrong? Or 4th graders with middle schoolers. Something weird like that. So, uh, yeah. You know, uh, it, it, it was a cool parallel of uh, conventional life. The butterfly effect. Finally got to see it. And uh, I can see why it traumatized people. It traumatized my mother Mm -hmm. She she did Just certain things about that movie Just did not click (coughs) Um, Lord of the Rings Classic movie I love that movie Somebody was watching Beowulf. Was like, "Yeah, this is like Lord of the Rings." And I, I could have said, "Bro, you never seen Lord of the Rings," but instead I said, "Bro, you never seen this movie? <laughs> How dare you compare?" And I'm not even talking about the story of Beowulf because the story of Beowulf is the oldest, probably one of the oldest European stories ever. <laughs> originally from Europe, not saying you know circulating in Europe because you got stories from Sumeria that was circulating in Europe and yada 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 because there's there's just stories older. But anyway, you know I I I, I felt a little disrespected. He, he said, watching Beowulf and say, yeah, this is like no nothing. Like if anything, when I was watching Beowulf, I'm like. There are more scenes when this guy is doing epic things in water... ...than when he's doing it on land. Because even when Grendel is attacking... ...all Beowulf did was tip over the fire... ...swing his sword a few times... ...and then watch the guy run and jam his arm in the door. (coughs) I'm just talking about on land. But in the water just his tales. they're like are are they did they really wanted to do a a aquaman movie and they just reuse those same clips it's like okay this is a Beowulf movie actually but they like secretly be like yeah we're getting ready for an aquaman movie we're going to use some of these clips inspiration for that aquaman movie i don't know (laughs) The Machine, 2013. I love that movie, and for some reason I'm connecting The Machine with Ex Machina. That movie, The Machine, traumatized me. I'll be honest. Shoot, I couldn't watch that movie all the way. I had to turn off that movie a few times during. I'm like, I can't watch. It's just too much. That's how Westworld was doing me. It's just too much. The Mist. Oh my goodness, I like that movie. I actually did like it. (coughs) And uh, Deeper Conspiracy it's like... There is a possibility, I could see, that all the phenomena, everything that was going on, especially things that, you know, result in people's death, was really their own doings. And that even the people that just randomly got bit or taken away randomly were so because of still what they did. And that was on the basis of if you saw on the religious person's point of view, because if you remember in the movie, she was like, oh, yeah, God's, you know, wrath and you didn't repent. And that's why we're being this And it's like, oh, yeah, that sort of reminds me of um, Silent Hill, I think it was. With the girl and they go into town and what's his Sean Bean? He doesn't die. Finally, it feels like deja vu, right? I saw the Patriot. I loved it. I liked it. The man saw two of his sons die in war. And that's realistic because the young did die, the old did die, the weak, the hesitant, the sick. Yeah, you bet. And even the unexpected happened. So, but, but, yo, that guy is a war master. Like, and him talking about, yeah, remember? This war used used a man. It's, it sort of felt like, oh, I want to see that movie too. <laughs> so, so that was cool. Uh, the thing, I, I, in my interpretation, Childs is the alien, the black guy, because he had time off screen, and then movie uh, cults. When you're off screen, you're doing something. You're not in limbo freezing When the person dies off screen They're not really dead Don't be surprised if they pop up Because you didn't see them die You assumed they died You know, stuff like that So Yeah, I I don't see why Charles is it The alien just based off of Movie culture rules (laughs) I saw The Time Machine 2002 Time Machine um, what I think about it, it's cool, but c- uh kind of cringy, and um the people, they all look like monkeys, especially the main character's new girlfriend, she looks like a monkey, and the kid, why does it look like he always got dirt on his face or in his hair, and they're, they're, Things popping out the dirt. Now that was cool and pretty wicked. Like ah, yo, when he jumped into the sand and they disappeared in the sand and he dig like, digging through the sand. Like where did he go? Where did it go? <laughs> that, that was a cool scene and cool concept. Topic: The Truman Show. Uh, I liked it. Jim Carrey pushed it to the limit <coughs> with his acting chops. And getting you to sympathize with the main character. You know, it's pretty straightforward. They explained it. He was born for the purpose of the show. (laughs) And it was uh, Hollywood or beautiful. and you know how he got his way. No, I don't feel like, you know, some movies like, oh, cliffhanger. No, it wasn't no cliffhanger. Ain't nothing else to see. Watching Twilight, uh, just guilty pleasure, pastime. They Live, finally got to see that movie. And it didn't click right away that that was Roddy, Roddy Pied. Roddy Pied Piper. <coughs> and, um, uh, Cause I'm just looking at this guy and I'm just like, there's something odd about his acting chops. Like the way he's looking in the distance and quoting his dialogue. If Yeah, it feels like he's quoting the dialogue instead of saying the dialogue. It's like, it just gave that rub off of, like, yeah, this is a B movie, 1980s movie, because it was made in 1988. That's what it f- felt like, but taking the fact that it's Roddy Pot Piper and its only basically decent movie he did because they got him on like six other movies but they're even lower than this movie this is like a cult classic right here like you've seen pictures and clips and concepts of this online without even seeing the movie like guys I told you that there's certain movies you technically did see because of all of the recreation of characters, plots, and just even scenes and quotes from that one popular movie, and uh, that's that's pretty uh, cool <coughs> to watch it because it's like oh snap I yeah I see where they got that scene from or those those aliens you know like I've been see them so it wasn't scary because whatever the heck. Troy was okay because it felt like I remembered it another way. And it's just kind of dumb. And yeah, the the first time me saying that, huh? It's kind of dumb. Because Orlando Bloom's character, and just, it just seems dumb. But yeah, there are, I guess, going by history and yeah I guess people are just dumb the way Orlando Bloom's character is kind of dumb (coughs) Um, what's the next trip Uh, underworld you know uh, guilty pleasures I said Twilight uh, Transformers uh undisputed uh, after a certain point, I didn't want to watch it anymore because it's like the closer and closer you got to Wesley Snipes and Vin Raims uh fighting instead of like, do I really want to see two brothers have a p- prison fight? Do I really want to see that? I really want to see like an unconventional, a little overhyped version of Rocky. No, (laughs) that's what it felt like. But then again, I probably should watch it because there's probably a plot twist and they be like, yeah, we're going to fight. And then they end up doing a prison break. Because one, one guy is in prison and he never lost a fight and other person is a champion fighter and he's going to prison. So, you know, that's that's kind of cool. That's kind of cool. I can see how that passed in the, you know, pitch meeting. Wild Things is, if you're not expecting plot twists, it's fun for you. The same way with, uh, what you call it? Fight Club. If you're not expecting the plot twists, Because it's kind of obvious Then yeah, you're not gonna You're not gonna expect it And it's gonna be fun And you're gonna enjoy the movie But Wild Things It's uh... They they foreshadow and telegraph That plot twist A little harder than Fight Club Because I can see how You won't get that plot twist in Fight Club I can see how you wouldn't Because I don't I didn't I didn't see the big red sign for myself that oh yeah, Tyler Durden, Tyler Durden. Um, you know, um, I was watching a movie. They was calling the the character Tyler Durden a different name, and I was like, no, I think that name for that movie is a pretty reckon- recognizable name for you. Because you know how many times did he have to say his name? and, you know, make it a point in the story that he was Tyler Durden. And just maybe for me, his last name is sort of similar to mine, so how could I forget that? (laughs) X-Men Days of Future Past. Really hard to come by online, I would say. You know, it's it's a great movie because they bring everything together and they give you this fantasy feel good ending and you know there's never going to be another one like that of course Patrick Stewart came back for like another X-Men movie but the whole cast even you know Jean what was her name Rogue they even brought her back Holly Berry you know they brought the whole cast back even Cyclops like they brought everybody back just for real, even real quick cameos they brought the, the ice boys back they brought the metallo kid back you know like dope it was it was it was feel good dope and anybody that didn't like that movie I guess you, you wasn't a fan or you was looking for a more of logical and conduct. Convoluting, you know, (coughs) immersive storytelling, you know, that's what you was looking for. I I get it, I get it. But uh, I I knew what what type of movie it was, and I wasn't looking for it just for that. The movie Three Hundred. Now, being older and seeing it, it's just a hundred percent from start to beginning testosterone filled. Like, I can see how that movie influences guys like how rocky influences guys, you know, it's 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 a lot of testosterone symbolism and it, it gets you motivated actually. It gets you like, yeah, I sort of wanna be a warrior and execute the way they execute. You think? Um now on to the main points. Uh enter the void was um uncomfortable to watch I, I had to stop watching it a couple of times because it was hell <clears throat> there was times in the movie where it was so drawn out, felt so long oh, and you, you felt like, you felt bad for the character as if you, you were suffering with the character you, you know His sister complex, how uh, cringy it got. But then again, you know, people want to pretend like, you know, they ain't never done nothing bad or they just were that they were never naive, that they were never arrogant and people just don't volunteer tear that information they want to present themselves as as perfect as possible so that movie was like a hypothetical if you could see even the things that that person wanted to hide you know, sides about that person and then, you know, seeing his friends and how they kept going with life and It sort of made you think, hypothetically, if that's how life ends. And if that's how life ends, it sort of got you feeling depressed and kind of scared. And, you know, if you was like religious or really spiritual, feel like I need to get my life right with whatever religion you want to, you know, that's what it makes you feel like. I did see the movie The Void, great movie great movie they executed well Dogville I like the movie even though it's just all downhill like there's just certain movies that the whole purpose is to go downhill and you're looking forward to a up, a up point or for characters to do something good or for something good to happen but those cyber of movies ring bells for me psychologically because it's, uh, those movies ring bells for me psychologically because it's more relatable. I recently saw the movie, the Joker. I liked it. And, uh, <coughs> some people say that they didn't like it. I, I can see why. Because the beginning of the movie, and they they spent like four different scenes, probably more than 15 seconds of just close-ups of the Joker laughing, you hearing him laugh. Just 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 out of you know nowhere, they dwell on just that scene of that frame of a close-up of him laughing I can see why that could you know but um, I thought it would be kind of unique if his laughing complex was really more of a stoic stoicism standpoint because word uh, right on the streets when you smile and you laugh by default you feel good because of that action, so when I first very very first saw him laughing, but I knew it wasn't like of comedy or humor, I thought, oh it's it's a a social booster he's he's trying to laugh through his problems, <laughs> but no, it was a psycho, you know it was that's my mental, isn't it? It was like, it, it made that answer just too convenient to, to just point at. Yeah, it's, it's just mental, you know, That's that was too much of a scapegoat answer for me. So, uh, I liked it. I, it made me curious and want to see the movie Taxi Driver. And there's just certain movies that I don't watch because they're the best. And I figure that I already seen it like when I saw the movie what was it Blade Runner every other scene I've basically seen that movie through internet culture movie culture music culture music video culture just the whole aesthetic the character just people just talking about it (coughs) yeah I technically did see that movie so you know i you know i heard that taxi driver can be interpreted as one of the best movies of all time if not as erroneous as this may sound the best movie up there um and and i can see why now i can see why by watching the joker it, it paints a a well detailed picture of how you could trace the Joker in insane carnage with his origin and really the steps on what made him you know be the, the character that you know him for. So so uh, I, I enjoyed that. And uh, the ending of it was great. I really like that concept that he made Bruce Wayne what he is, an orphan. <laughs> and not even did he had to do it. His his uh, innate actions did it, and it ripple effect him. It's like, if he had the opportunity, he would do that. But society ended up coming to that conclusion for him and ironically that happened. So so that, that that was unique and no, I don't feel like oh they're changing, you know, I don't feel like like them making that change to Batman's origin was so sacred. No, I, I didn't mind that change. You know. And I, I could see why they I could see how anybody would make future movies based off of that just slight origin change to even Bruce Wayne. <coughs> um also did like that they didn't make the Joker related to Bruce Wayne because I've been like cringy, like, oh yeah, you're fighting your brother. Like, ah, uh, really? Um, uh, last movie we wanted, wanted to, uh, go over was, um, The Doohickey, whatchamacallits. Um, the last movie, <laughs> Bird Box, uh, it was a good movie, but, uh, the passage of time sort of threw me off. Like, it had me thinking, is this a course of one two weeks, a couple of months, or like, like, what... Yeah, the kids all of a sudden grew up. So that's what made me think like, okay, a lot of time must have went by. You know, between these people coming in and that person coming in and these people dying and that person dying. and Now you're giving birth. Now the kids are grown. You know, it just it's the passage of time sort of threw me off a little bit. But, uh... I don't feel like it was blue balls for me not to see the monsters. I get it. Because we was just going over Lovecraftian. And I understand Lovecraftian. I'm satisfied with Lovecraftian. That's the purpose of Lovecraftian. For you to imagine. To use your imagination. I'm, I'm good at imagination. Right? So, of course, it's just right up my alley. And he, I, I, I like it. I understand it and I'm satisfied by it. So, um, what I also want to point out because it's just still fresh on my mind, the way Joker is still fresh on my mind, is. Uh, it's, it's a it's alright movie, you know? The guy takes off his mask and goes ramble, right? but he's a construction worker how does he come to these conclusions and all of a sudden becomes the everything man the boss who died and made you king sir (laughs) come on in the reference let's make it's something great again it's like why did you throw that line in there just to make people mad at your character outside of a reason to be mad at him, you know, in the movie, reason why. And now you just, like, made the character unlikable in the real world. (laughs) And, um, yeah, I don't don't really like that much propaganda. I, I like satires. I like parodies. I don't like propaganda. I don't look at Mean Girls as a satire, as... Yeah, this is propaganda to make you feel this way about high school, and for you to do that. <clears throat> uh, I don't. I don't feel. You know. I, I don't like you know propaganda in, in, in movies. Not not really. But if you could pick propaganda, where? Um. Porn comedy no no not comedy because Mean Girls is a comedy you just said you don't like so I I don't know not even porn I guess I don't know I guess that should be a topic for for next time the difference between satires parodies, and propaganda alright I'm your host and I am out I'm uh, sorry about that. Mm-hmm.